Alright, what's up everybody? It's uh it's another episode of your of your favorite uh maybe it's your favorite, maybe it's not, uh movie podcast. <laughs> uh questions like this and this week we're even more off script. Uh in fact we, we never have scripts, but this is even more nope. off script because this is uh you can maybe tell from the ghoulish moaning. It's uh it's Halloween. Yes, that's right. It is Halloween. It is once again upon us. It is uh, It is one of the high holidays of American pop culture. <laughs> um, it's this uh, Thanksgiving. Um, Christmas. Christmas. Well, I'm trying to think of other secular holidays. Um St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. There we go. <laughs> uh, Halloween and St. Patrick's Day, two of the greatest uh, contributions of Irish immigrants to U.S. U.S. culture. <laughs> yes, be be proud, Irish immigrants. This is what this is what Americans did with your uh, your holidays. Um. Is there a Irish American National Museum or something? Uh, if there isn't, there it should there should be. Yeah, I'm not, well, I'm guessing American. probably in Boston. Uh, probably. Um, oh, uh, yes, there actually is. We have uh, in Albany the Albany. Irish. Yes, Albany, <laughs> the Irish American Heritage Museum. Al- Albany, New York. <laughs> Yes, yes, Albany, New York, and <laughs> and there's also an Irish American Museum in D.C. Okay, um, good for them. <laughs> yeah, uh, where is it actually located? Uh, I'm looking at the map of D.C. and you know what? It's not telling me where it's located. Oh, um, maybe the. Uh... Irish uh, Heritage Museum is in all of us when we <laughs> when we shotgun again us we shotgun again it's uh, it's within all of us when we wear green and say uh, kiss me I'm Irish oh God no oh cha cha because <laughs> but yes um, Halloween is upon us and uh, this is a time. Where um, where we relive the best parts of our childhood, um, dressing up, uh, going out, and getting candy for no good reason. That's right. That was al- that was always a fun time. Just dressing up as whatever the hell you wanted, going to different houses, and uh, hopefully someone giving you the uh, giant king size uh versions of your favorite candy yeah uh fuck fuck anybody that gave out fun size candy for halloween oh god that's uh that's some bullshit right there it is what why why they call it fun size anyway well what's fun about getting like a pinky size candy who knows who knows yeah and uh yeah if you're not uh if you're not one of those children then 
you probably stayed in and watched uh, whatever's on uh, whatever's on TV, uh, either the perennial showing of Hocus Pocus or uh, Halloween. Halloween Town. Town. That's right. Two of my all-time favorites. And uh, certainly, uh, certainly some bona fide uh, childhood classics. Oh, absolutely! I I will never forget. As a kid, watching Hocus Pocus for the first time and seeing Bette Midler with her whole I put a spell on you performance. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> it's incredible. There's also, um, what is it? Uh, Kathy Najimy, who's, um, I guess, more famous as uh, Peggy Hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, she's probably more well-known for her voice acting. And then there's some... Uh, Pre-Sex in the City, SJP. That's right. Sarah Jessica Parker is in it. She is one of the Sanderson sisters. The Sanderson sisters. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker also had that, uh, what, I've, I don't remember what the song's actually called, but, uh, you know, the, the Come Little Children uh, Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, I think I do. Yeah. That was, um... <laughs> That confused me as a child because it was supposed to be scary, but you could also see down her rack. So it was. <laughs> this, uh, so yeah, <laughs> it was. It was just no. It was super confusing. You're right. It's kind of a win lose situation or a win sort of win. I don't know. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm scared, but something's happening to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Yeah, Hocus Pocus, um, it's responsible for, uh, like we said this in the Ridley Scott episode, uh, there's ever any three group of girls in need of a Halloween costume, um, they will go as Winnie, Mary, and Sarah Sanderson. That's right. And uh, why not? It's, you know, it's great. It's a great costume idea. Yeah. Yeah. And props who can whoever can uh, actually do Bette Midler's hair in this one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most Halloween stores now have a have wigs have That's Sanderson true. sister yeah. wigs. It's uh, it's one of the myriad ways uh, the Disney company makes money. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> We've uh, we've touched upon that in the the last episode. Yeah. So, uh, Halloween Town, man. How many how many sequels does it have? Uh, ooh, I remember uh, there was Halloween Town, Halloween Town Two, Calabar's Revenge. There was. <laughs> that was yes. There's, there's, yes. Yeah. I, I still remember the villain. Do not judge me. Oh man! Um, there was yeah, there was that one, the first one, uh, Halloween Town Two, Calabar's Revenge. There was Halloween Town High, and then there was Return to Halloween Town. That was uh, was a fourth one. Yes, there was a fourth one. Yeah. Uh, but uh. I don't think it actually stars. Uh, oh wait, no, the fourth one did have Debbie Reynolds in it, but uh, 
none of the uh, original cast. That's always uh, it's always a good move. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's Debbie Reynolds. Come on. Yeah, um, Halloween Town. Um, it's a universe where uh, all the all these spooky uh, things you associate with Halloween, uh, uh, pumpkin heads. Uh, I was always confused with how that worked, actually. Uh, I think it's best not to read too much uh, <laughs> into it. It's like a. Uh, it's like asking how hot dogs are made. Yeah. Um, well, I do know how hot dogs are made, but yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's not think about that. But yeah, Halloween hey. Town, uh, a place where all the spooky things live in. Uh, well, live in Halloween Town, and uh, uh-huh. they live uh, separate from the mortal mortal world, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they can only come through when it's uh, when it's at the spookiest. So Halloween, That's right? Ooh, <laughs> no, I liked it. This movie actually did kind of scare me a bit when I was a kid. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's cheesy, but it's uh, you know, you're a kid. It's uh, it's a bit spooky. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess it, uh, what is it, focuses on uh, the Cromwell family, and uh, mm-hmm. Debbie Reynolds is the, what, what is she? What, how, she? How would you describe Aggie Cromwell? Um, would eccentric be the right word? Eccentric, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she was definitely uh, very out there. She was definitely, let's just say, in character for the majority of the film. Actually, I think that's uh, one of the things that I like about Disney Channel original movies is that um, sometimes there are some people who are very earnest in uh, their roles. Mm. <laughs> exactly, and sometimes that works out, sometimes... At least the unintentional hilarity. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, you know, a uh, large part of our uh, childhood as uh, 90s children uh, probably spent uh, watching Disney Channel in Halloween or uh, mm-hmm. ABC Family, which I guess they finally changed the name now. Uh, to what? What did they change it to? Oh, that's oh, yeah, that's right. Ugh. I uh, you know, I thought that there was a there was that persistent rumor that I guess when they got it from uh, Pat Robertson, they were not allowed to uh, change the name, or they, it stipulates that you had to have family in the network name. And I guess okay. not. <sighs> they still have to. Know, uh, <laughs> they still have to run Seven Hundred Club though. Oh, God. Seriously? Yeah. I remember the days when ABC Family, I used to watch it either for the like the Disney Channel-esque Halloween films or Whose Line Is It Anyway? Whose Line Is It Anyway? That was great. Yes. 
Um, speaking of Irish, I always love the uh, the Irish hoedown parts. Oh God! Well, I'm glad you did because uh, both Colin Mockery and Ryan Stiles hated it. Yeah. Um, well, I could see why they would. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you know, imagine you imagine you or I up there and just, you know, trying to come up with a different different line each time that would somehow tie together the whole theme <laughs> of the song. <laughs> hey, you gotta you gotta think on your feet, man. Exactly. It's, uh, it's improv, baby. Improv. <laughs> Uh, one more film, one more like Disney Channel-esque uh, Halloween film that I, I'd like to mention at this time. One I actually do remember pretty well is, uh, do you remember a movie called The Scream Team? Uh, hmm. Kind of? Uh, let's, yeah. Let's, let's it, talk about it. Yeah, no, it was another kind of Halloween-esque movie where uh, these two kids meet meet up with these uh these ghosts who uh these ghosts who call themselves the scream team and uh they go out and try to stop this uh this one bad guy from i guess destroying this one town huh it's an interesting cast too it's got a yeah. uh Kathy Najimy, uh Tommy Davidson, Eric Idle and Kat Dennings Cat <laughs> Dennings pre uh pre uh pre, what's uh, that fucking movie? Um Nick and Nora's oh, Infinite, Infinite Playlist. Playlist. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Uh pre uh pre two, two broke girls. Oh god, please for the love of God, people, please don't watch that show. It's inexplicable how it's managed to stay on this long. Hey, uh it's been cancelled. Has it? Yep. Hooray! Um, there is there is some good in the world after all. <laughs> six seasons. Uh, that's uh, six seasons way too long. Oh, thank God. I watched the pilot episode. There was nothing there. No chemistry between the lead actors. Completely out of nowhere racism. And just weird, like, inexplicable bullshit that didn't make any sense. Yeah, um, it's like 80% of the humor is just outdated stereotypes and uh, mm -hmm. making fun of that uh, tiny Asian guy or uh, the vaguely Eastern European immigrant uh, line cook. Or, or uh, Garrett Morris, who just doesn't really do anything. He just stands off in the corner of the restaurant where they work. Yeah, yeah and... Uh, <sighs> He is a uh, he is a black stereotype. Mm-hmm. Uh, TV, folks. TV. <laughs> uh, well, at least you know there's uh, there's shows out now like uh, Blackish. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I don't really much watch too much uh, television, but uh, speaking of television, besides. Uh, you know, ABC uh, and uh, Disney Channel. Nickelodeon's mm -hmm. always got some, always got something spooky going on. That's right. 
And by spooky, we mean completely over-the-top cheese in an effort to uh, give kids their own version of the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark? Um, Ooh. I don't. Even, I don't even remember how the how the song goes, but yeah. Neither do I. Well, basically, uh, some group of uh, real cool kids uh, meet in the woods every night, and well, every week, and uh, mm-hmm. they they would do a scary story. They would tell a scary story, and uh, we would peer into the fire, and uh, we'll be we'll be uh, you know. Uh, taken into the story and uh, submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. I call this story That's right. mm-hmm. the tale of the uh, blank. Uh, I don't know. The, uh, like, oh, here's an episode. Uh, the tale of the crimson clown or the tale of the lonely ghost. Yeah, the tale of the condom with holes in it uh i didn't realize we were getting the uh are you afraid of the dark story even after dark (laughs) after the watershed moment (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh my god this show ran for nine seasons folks nine seasons of teenagers gathering around a campfire uh, telling these ridiculous public domain stories and voting on whether this whether this kid would join the society if the story was quote unquote scary enough, and they probably did this all after smoking weed too. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because um, like, who who else would go to the fucking woods? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's Canada, man. Yeah. It's a um, Canadian show. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, filmed in uh, Richmond, British Columbia, and uh, the greater Montreal area. Oh, that, that's, a, that's nice. <laughs> um, the, gr- oh, the, gr- the greater Montreal area? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a couple of episodes... Um, well, there was uh, the monkey's paw one because, uh, of course, any any anthology series worth its salt has some kind of uh, "be careful what you wish for" uh, episode. Exactly. And I feel like the monkey's paw has been—it's been adapted so many times. I'm looking at it right now. It's been adapted so many times. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So there we go. Uh, if you don't know what the monkey what monkey's paw is, um, read Look a it book. Up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and like you said before, the uh, the main crux of the story is uh, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but you see. Um, well, the other thing I do, uh, well, maybe not fondly, but like uh, clearly remember about this uh, show is that that the, there's a there's a recurring character. It's, I don't know what what he is. Um, he he's, he runs some sort of uh, 
He runs some sort of like magic, cu- oh, like old timey magic curio shop, and uh, he's he's in a he's in a couple of stories. I don't I don't mm-hmm. I don't remember what his name is, but he's some he's a cross between like a gypsy stereotype and an overly flamboyant uh, stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. So leave it leave it to the '90s to not really know how to write for. Uh for homosexual characters. Yeah, you know, it's uh it's like they're gay but it's you know, uh really really uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you can yeah. find clips of this guy, I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. Uh uh-huh. Judge. Yeah. Judge for yourself. Exactly. Um, there was also a Goosebumps TV show. Uh, ah, yes, of course. Also, Which, also Canadian. I think half the content on Nickelodeon, like in the mid to late '90s, I think the content shifted between popular animated shows, um, half Canadian shows. Uh, a few game shows here and there. And then when it got to Saturday night, you got uh, all that and Keenan and Kel. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Keenan and Kel. That's that's my favorite show, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, game shows. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. I always wanted to be on that. Me too. Uh, we we all wish we could like complete the obstacle. Yeah, and uh, I have no idea how a simple three pe- three piece puzzle would always fuck children up. <laughs> well, they would be so physically. Uh, I bet they would be like so physically drained by the time it was over that they were just like waiting for it to end. Yeah, I guess, but you know, it just the shrine of the silver monkey is always it's always the room that 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 messes people up. Right. Again, it's just uh, you put the vase, and then and then the monkey's belly, and then you, you stab the head in. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I always loved he- Legends of the Hidden Temple, but Double Dare was a great show too. Oh yeah, Double Dare. Uh, I like Guts too. Guts was pretty good. Uh, the. Uh, Set called the Super Ag- Agro Crag Acro something. Yeah, no, you're close. The uh, yeah, the Super Acro Crag. You're right. There we go. Um, well, first it was called the Acro Crag, then the Mega Crag, yeah, and then the Super Acro Crag. Yeah, because they kept uh, they kept making it bigger and bigger. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, um goosebumps uh it always had uh rl rl stein on it right yeah well yeah because he'd, he'd be the one introducing every episode and uh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's his book series it's yeah. his book it, it's like rod serling introducing the twilight show that's yeah. his product rod serling man uh i didn't watch uh twilight zone until uh sci-fi decided to run it uh, mm-hmm. like the entire series one, I think it was either Halloween or New Year's. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And give credit to uh, Rod Serling. He jump-started so many famous actors' careers with Twilight Zone. Yeah. Um, wasn't uh, William Shatner there first? Oh, William Shatner was part of a very, very special episode. Yeah, yeah. I think it was called, like, Panic at 23,000 Feet. Yeah, like like Nightmare at 20,000 Feet or something like that. That's uh, No, that's it. That was it. That was That's what it's called. No, but... William Shatner was in it. Don Rickles was in it. Yeah. Burt Burt Reynolds was in it. Yeah. And it's always uh, well. I mean, I guess it's uh, depends on what episode you watch. But there's there's a lot of bona fide classics in that show. Oh, absolutely! And please, if you haven't seen an episode of The Twilight Zone, you know, go check it out right now. Or if you want to see. This ver- uh, this generation's current version of the Twilight Zone. Watch Black Mirror. Yeah, um, not as many episodes, but really no, good. but really good and really fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, what is it? The uh, uh, that uh, the white bear one. That was uh, that was freaky. Oh God! No, what what was the one? What was the name of that episode with the uh, uh, Wyatt Russell where he's in, where he's literally programmed himself inside a survival horror video game? Oh yeah, um, forgot what it what it's called, but yeah, that was a. Uh, oh, playtest. That's what play it's called. Playtest. That's uh, that's the future, baby. Oh God, God! Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine like somebody actually just putting like that? I'm not going to spoil it for you folks if you haven't seen it yet, but can you imagine somebody just, you know, like putting like this little, little, like little piece of plastic or a little piece of like chrome on your head and it just takes you to like inside a survival horror game? Yeah. That'd be really cool though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it'd be nice, but I would honestly be terrified. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So besides uh, Goosebumps and uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark, um, the cool kids in the 90s, they would, uh, they would watch uh, another another show mm-hmm. also also filled with uh, spooky shit it's uh, tales from the crypt um, that's right and it's hbo so uh, there were there were some uh, in retrospect probably my parents shouldn't have let me watch it moments <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so there's uh, there's there's some f bombs uh Oh, lots, lots of F-bombs. There's, uh, there's some titties. Uh, <laughs> and a lot of blood. Um, but, you know, similar to uh, similar to uh, Twilight Zone, there's a lot of famous people that you, uh, that you might recognize. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I am looking at the list right here. <laughs> and people, my 
God, this is insane. I feel like everybody and their mother was on this show. Yeah, basically. Um, there was, uh, there's a lot that you don't see as much in real life anymore. Like Hank Azaria, when he was still taking uh, live-action roles. Um, mm-hmm. there's Dan some, Aykroyd. There's Dan Aykroyd. There's... Uh, there's Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, because in front of all this list of names, including Steve Coogan and Daniel Craig and Tim Curry and Tom Hanks, we have to mention Bobcat Goldthwait. Of course we do. Um, nothing else uh, is going on with him right now. Uh, is he still doing stand-up? Yeah, he might be. Uh, yeah, he was on, uh, he was on some episodes of the show, uh, Marin. Oh, okay. Apparently he's doing, uh, some, uh, oh, apparently he's got a new show out on True TV. Huh. It's called, uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite's Misfits and Monsters. Okay. <laughs> uh, and literally, folks, I'm looking at the Wikipedia entry for it right now, and there is literally nothing there. <laughs> it just the just the name, just the name, and it says it's a 2017 anthology comedy television series created by Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, um, there you go. But yeah, Tales uh, from the Crypt, um, based on uh, some old-ass comics, and uh, a lot of the stories are uh, adaptations from the either Tales from the Crypt or uh, Vault of Horror or the associated titles. But some of the things that they did, um, you know, it's like adapting the ones that came from like crime suspense stories or the ones that are more straightforward, um, real people doing bad shit ones. I don't know. It's it's less interesting. Right. Now, I just remember that the opening to it where you would, they would literally take you inside the house oh, through yeah. all the rooms and down into the dungeon where the Crypt Keeper was and the haunting Danny Elfman music in the background. Yeah, that was that was my favorite part. Yeah, I think that was everybody's favorite part. And uh, the incomparable Crypt Keeper, voiced by John John Kassir. Kassir. Yeah. John Kassir. Yep, that's him. Um, can't even do the voice because it's, it's really hard to do. No, you have to have more of like a... What is it? Like kind of a high-pitched-esque... Yeah. In a way, like, you know, like, 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 welcome to Tales from the Crypt. That's a horrible impression. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's always, uh, you know, do, uh, saying these awful, awful puns like, uh, hello, boils and ghouls or something, I've, something punny I've, related to the, yeah. I've heard of giving someone the finger. But this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there you go. Uh, 
I think they also had a cartoon version of this. Because of course they did. Hey, if Beetlejuice can get a cartoon version, oh yeah, oh yeah, (laughs) Beetlejuice, man. Another Halloween classic to watch every year. You know, I was always confused by the uh, Harry Belafonte part of that movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love it. It's great, but it just comes like out of nowhere. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's, and then once it's over, it's like, yeah, so why did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like they're all sitting down at the, uh, at the table. All of a sudden, like the mother, the mother and the father start getting up and just start singing, Dale, we say Dale. Daylight come and we you want to go, go home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, uh, c- cool, nice. It, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if anyone can figure out why that scene is in the movie, <laughs> please, please, please let us know or. Uh, why a jump in the line is played at at the very end. That's true. Um, I love that part too, actually. I know that's good. Where she, where Winona Ryder, where Lydia is being uh, levitated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, fun uh, tales from the crypt uh, tidbit. It had a soundtrack with a bunch of metal bands. Oh, yeah? Which bands? Uh, Black Sabbath, Megadeth, Pantera, uh, Judas Priest, Anthrax, Merciful Fate, Entombed, um, Arch Enemy. Uh, So, yeah. And interspersed with uh, clips from John Kassir. Nice. Yeah. Apparently there's a Christmas album too Because of course there is (laughs) Oh what, have yourself a scary little Christmas? Yeah (laughs) Wow I mean... Oh, you know, these are the movie. These are the movies and the TV shows we used to watch uh, as a kid. But now, um, now, what sort of movies do you like to watch nowadays around Halloween? Well, I just uh, watch any scary movie made before the two thousands, because uh, uh, after a certain amount of time, it's not scary. Like right. You, like you watch. Uh, you watch a uh, nightmare on Elm street. It, and now it, now it just looks silly. If you watch a Friday, the 13th, uh, I mean, I guess it's, uh, it's gory or whatever, but I don't know. The Not effects, really... the effects aren't scary anymore. Right. No, but there, there are, there are some films I watch, uh, every year that have, a an element of horrors that, that always like makes me, jump a little bit each time like for example i um usually for most halloweens uh, i watch uh, american psycho 
Oh yeah, um, it's the Donald Trump movie. Oh God, <laughs> I feel like that movie actually can be about him. You you know my man Donald Trump fucking uh, flexes in the mirror when he fucks uh, two hookers. Yeah, when he fucks two hookers. Oh God. Or maybe that's the Eric Trump movie. I don't know. The the, the Eric Trump or the Donald Trump Jr movie but uh oh my god is that movie fucked up yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god another movie i like to watch every year um is uh the crow the crow um r.i.p brandon lee i know he could have been one of the greats he could have been like one of the greatest action stars of all time, had he not been killed during production. Yeah, that's a really, it's a really fucked up uh, incident. I know. Man. And now I'm hearing they're trying to do a remake of The Crow. Oh, yeah? Yeah, with, if you with can believe who? it. Uh, hang on, I will tell you. Remake, 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 remake. Oh my god, it's actually happening. Oh, oh, actually, never mind. It's got a pretty good actor in it. Uh, Jason Momoa. Okay. Um... Aquaman himself. As, huh. As uh, Eric Draven, maybe. Hmm. I figure he's a he's a little too ripped for that though. Yeah. I, hmm. I'm trying to think. I know. Uh, uh, Sony's apparently distributing it right now, okay. and I think uh, apparently it's called The Crow Reborn. Of course it is. Oh, uh, God. Um, <laughs> because no one in Hollywood can come up with anything original right now. Uh, they just got to... They just got to slap Reborn or... Uh, re- or Resurrected. Resurrected or uh, Reawakening or whatever. And uh, you're good to go. Exactly. But there are some movies that, you know, that kind of slip through the crack, kind of slip through the Hollywood cracks a little bit that you don't really know about because they aren't properly distributed. I can think of two Halloween uh, examples right now. You've got uh, modern horror classics like uh, Cabin in the Woods and Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the more recent horror movies that I enjoyed like uh, The Witch uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the French movie Raw mm-hmm. it's uh, well I guess uh, Raw is not strictly a horror movie but it's uh, it's pretty spooky it's, it, it gives you uh, well if you watch it uh, you'll understand Basically, mm-hmm. a uh, 
French girl, uh, vegetarian French girl, is uh, forced to eat meat while hazing, and uh, she gets uh, desire to eat flesh. As it so <laughs> happens, uh, human flesh. Mm-hmm. That's right. Kind of like a modern-day vampire tale. Yeah, uh, and also like uh, old uh, vampire tales. It's uh, it's got some vaguely lesbian elements. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the the other things that I used to look forward to was uh, Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, that used that used to and still scares the shit out of me. No, there's one I remember very vividly. Um, it had kind of a 2001 Space Odyssey element to it with the the HAL 9000 character being played by uh, Pierce Brosnan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, um, what is it? Uh, Marge upgrades the house or whatever. and uh, Yeah, that, that's it. Pierce Brosnan. And... <laughs> Pierce Brosnan, he plays the, he basically plays himself, but as like a, the HAL 9000 version of himself, who while he's very friendly and outgoing during the day, at night he tries to kill Homer, and almost does. Yeah. Um, there was, there was also, uh, what else did I like? Well, there was a, the Shining uh, parody. There was the Shining parody, yes, which I thought Jack Nicholson looked creepy when he did the Here's Johnny bit. I didn't know what was coming when I saw Homer do his. Yeah. <laughs> I literally yeah. thought his like his, I literally thought his face was like gonna jump through the TV screen and like try and bite me or something. <laughs> oh man. Uh, you know, I I I still look forward to the Treehouse of Horror episodes. Um even though the Simpsons have kind of, you know, gone gone on way too long, but every once in a while, I tune in and yeah, this should be over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how long has it been on the air? Twenty eight year, twenty eight years. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, this it's never gonna go away, is it? Because no. Well, they just. They just renewed it for seasons 29 and 30. Damn. Who would have thought from some really shitty animated uh, fucking bumpers of the Tracy Ullman show? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. as much as I love The Simpsons, it's time for it to shut down. Yeah. Like, you had a good run. You probably should have ended, like, ten years ago, but... But somehow you kept going? Yeah, I mean, they're just going through uh, sheer inertia at this point. They kind of are. But yeah, I do have to say, though, um, the best Simpsons episode, mm-hmm. still still some of the best uh, moments in TV. Yeah. 
basically everything from like season three to like season seven or season six. It's yeah, the best damn television ever. Absolutely. Uh, it was requ- it was required viewing growing up in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are some of your favorite uh, Simpsons uh, episodes? Ep- episodes. Um, it's a tough one. Oh, I remember watching one in a in eighth grade that it was very uh, it was a parody on a Lord of the Flies. Oh yeah, uh, it's where the where, like, yeah, where like Bard. Uh, uh, Nelson, Milhouse, and Martin all get uh, like stranded on this island <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, like the the monorail one. Monorail one's a good one. That's a it's a classic. Uh, Mister Plow, that's a good one too. Any Mister Plow, loved it. Um, Homer, there is actually yeah go. There was an episode with uh, Michael Jackson yes. guest starring on it that yes. I loved. Um, like he plays, he plays this uh, this one like criminally insane guy who thinks he's Michael Jackson and does all the mo- he does all the moves and everything. He has the voice, he has the mannerisms, he has the dance moves, but he's just like this overweight schlubby guy who Homer meets in a mental institution. Yeah. Um... But it's got that uh, it's got that song though. Uh, Happy birthday, Lisa. Um, That's right. Lisa, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Lisa. Man, like like we said, um, basically season season two to season six or seven. Absolutely, some of the best television ever. Right. Um, what's that, what's that episode with, um, what is it, uh, when Homer meets his half-brother and and designs a fucking incredibly shitty car? (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, wait a minute. Oh, God. (laughs) Right, uh. Wait a minute. Yeah, his brother Herbert Powell. Herb Powell. Played by Danny DeVito, which of course makes a hell of a lot of sense. <laughs> god damn. Oh my god. Apparently, this is the description. Who looks just like Homer, except he is taller, slimmer, and has more hair. Hell yes. That's oof. <laughs> Oh my, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Oh my god. What the hell is this thing? It's like. Uh, uh, hmm. What the hell is this thing? It's like a combination uh, futuristic Jetsons car combined with uh, Rolls Royce and a. Uh, 
a pickup truck. I, I don't know what. Yeah, it's uh, got like a fishbowl uh, element to it. And uh, the horn, uh, I think, plays La Cucaracha or something. <laughs> because of course it would. Or maybe it was a Mexican hat dance. I don't know. Um, I forgot what, what Homer said. actually said. <laughs> wow i mean <laughs> to get danny devito to actually do that was a stroke of genius on their part hell yeah who is uh i guess now uh, more famous for being uh naked on it's always sunny oh god <laughs> Uh. Oh. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The show definitely got better once Danny DeVito came on as a uh, as Frank. Yes. Well, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. It's uh, it's going on too. It's going on too long. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I think it's this is his last season. Is it? I think it's the last season. Yeah. Damn. Well, we'll always have Nightman. <laughs> Dayman. Oh, Master, Master of the, the Nightman. Oh, <laughs> champion of the sun. <laughs> we are Electric Dream Machine. Prepare to experience sexual magic. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Marge, have you seen this show? <laughs> Homer! <laughs> Why is Danny DeVito naked on television? <laughs> but Marge, it's funny! <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a really good impression. Thanks, man. Um, I'm glad my nights of watching Simpsons on Simpsons on Simpsons did not go to waste. You should speak to Matt Groening right now. Maybe he'll let you in on the show. <laughs> I'm sure Dan Castellaneta is set for life. <laughs> not going, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Treehouse of Horror. I think uh, that's still one of the better parts of The Simpsons. Uh, it's what people look forward to every year. True. Um, you know what? I think my my favorite episode probably is Bart versus Australia. <laughs> oh yes. That and and having been to Australia, hundred percent accurate. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I see you played Knifey Spoonie before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, if you bring it up, Australians are still upset about that episode. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. He literally tattooed on his ass the words, don't tread on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
Yes, the episode received a mixed reception in Australia, with some Australian fans saying the episode was a mockery of their country. Oh, I, I wonder why. <laughs> oh, oh, and, and apparently, listen to this. Uh, the Simpsons staff received letters from people complaining about the Australian accents mm. used in the episodes that sounded more like more like South African accents. South Africa? South Africa. South Africa. From Joburg. From Johannesburg, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, uh, my name is uh, Gerard. I uh, grew up in uh, Josie. Um, I benefited from apartheid. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> that's, uh, that's my South African accent. Oh, my God. I mean, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what the hell, man? But yeah, uh, Bart versus Australia. Um, that's that really is one of the better episodes. Uh, uh, great bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, um, I guess nowadays people watch uh, Stranger Things and uh, Black Mirror. Yeah. And uh-huh. um, what what else? What else do people watch nowadays? What, that's more, like, Halloween-related? Yeah, more some, spooky? Something more Halloween-y. Uh, American Horror Story. American Horror Story. Um, I haven't watched the current season. Um, I mean, it really is um, a hit-or-miss show. Uh, it's a, it's cult this year, right? Yeah. Um, it's about It's about after the election, I guess, is what it is. Uh huh. Well, I I've never seen the show before, so I couldn't begin to tell you what's going on. Yeah. Well, you know, every season they do they do a different bit. Um, oh wow! Okay. One season it's uh, witches. Another it's um, uh, fuck. Uh, insane asylum. Another ep- another season it's uh, circus. Mm-hmm. So you know. Depends on uh, depends on what uh, season Jesus, you watch. This, this cast is insane. Oh yeah, they always have good people on the show, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. Give, give credit give credit to Ryan Murphy. Yeah, and uh, well, you know, uh, if you don't like uh, American Horror Story, there's uh, American Crime Story. That's right, and this uh, oh ne- next year they're going to be doing uh, season two of that. They're going to they're going to talk about the uh, assassination of Gianni Versace. Yeah, I'm, I'm already invested. <laughs> I, I'm I'm so invested. I actually bought the book that it was based on. <laughs> well, I mean they such they did such a great job on the OJ season. I know, they really did. I was. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I thought everybody in the cast, with the exception of John Travolta, did <laughs> beautifully. Yeah. Um, how is that allowed to happen? Because uh, he's one of the producers. That's why it was there allowed to happen. <laughs> it was just the, the first time I saw the trailer, I kept thinking to myself, like, you know, okay, this works. Cuba Gooding is OJ Simpson. All right. Uh, um, 
Uh, David Schwimmer is Rob Kardashian. Looks exactly like him. That works. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Paulson as uh, Marsha Clark. That mm-hmm. works. Uh, Courtney, Courtney B. Vance. B. Vance. As Johnny Cochran, yes, that works. I thought he was the best part of the show. Yeah. And then it gets like, and John Travolta as Robert Shapiro. I'm like, no, 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 because I've physically seen the real Robert Shapiro in person, and he does not look like that, whatever Travolta was doing, whatever way he decided to glue on his head at the time, it wasn't working. Uh, you know, when I was watching one episode, uh, my cousin uh, was in the room, and then like he's watching, he's like, "What's wrong with John Travolta's eyes?" <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think he's gotten some work done. And I was like, "Yeah, I, 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 I don't really know. It it scares me too, <laughs> more more than the hairpiece." I know. Um. Oh, and then, of course, there's every time uh, uh, David Schumer. I keep wanting to call him Ross. I'm sorry. He, well, uh, like it or not, he is, he is Ross forever. I know. But I keep cracking up every time he says uh, juice. Yeah, uh, I think there's a super cut on YouTube of just every time uh, every time uh, David Schwimmer says uh, juice. Juice. Juice, juice, juice. <laughs> nah, the best is in the pilot. It's like, juice, not in Kimmy's room. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, he's giving a great performance. And on the other hand, we have to be reminded that the Kardashian family exists. Oh, no. The the best part about uh, the, the Kardashian family is when they're at a Chinese restaurant or something. And it's like. We are Kardashians, okay? Uh, fame without humility is nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh god, uh, man. I, I actually, I actually had to pause it right there because I was literally laughing out loud. Yeah, I think at that point I was laughing so hard, like I started crying. <laughs> it's like, wow, really? You you actually wrote this. Someone wrote this down on a script and said, yep, that's good. I'm pretty sure the real Rob Kardashian uh, probably won't be rolling over in his grave right now. Yeah. Um, I hope you're doing uh, okay up there in Armenian heaven, Rob. But uh, Yes. Well, you, at least you don't have to see what your family's you become. You don't have to witness this, <laughs> this shit show that your family's become. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> god (laughs) jesus christ uh don't worry folks well uh actually wait no i was gonna suggest we do a whole episode dedicated to the kardashians but i don't want to give that family any more publicity yeah we don't need well i mean we could talk about the the kim and ray j show oh god really (laughs) This is is what it is, folks. For those of you who haven't seen the Kim Kardashian sex tape, it's 70 minutes long. 65 minutes are just Ray J looking into the camera, telling everyone how awesome he is and how he's about to have sex with Kim Kardashian. Yeah, um, 
the best part is that like Ray J is just like looking at the camera and making all these like he's he's like doing like these I don't know like he's hamming it up for no goddamn reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what else do people watch on Halloween nowadays, man? Uh, well, I don't know. We I mean we've covered all the basics. We've covered the Disney Channel movies. We've covered the slot. We covered you know the slasher films. We've covered some current uh, psychological horror and thriller films. How about like old school classics? How about like uh, you know Dracula or Frankenstein? Oh, even better. How about the 1992 version of Dracula? Yeah, that's a that's a horror movie in a different sense. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen a lot of vampire movies. Nothing will will ever be as scary as Gary Oldman as Dracula. Yeah, um, that's one with Keanu too, right? Uh, the less said about his performance in that, the better. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. There's a whole section under critical reaction where it just says Keanu Reeves. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh... Oh, God. Yeah, just look, Keanu. We, we know you were trying in that. We know you had just come off doing a... Uh... Point break, but to go from California surfer dude to English aristocrat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, I think that's all we need to say about that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it got 78% on Rotten Tomatoes, primarily because of the efforts of uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it would have been higher had. Like someone else been cast in Keanu Reeves's uh, role oh, as yeah. Jonathan Harker. Like, uh, who was uh, who? Hmm. You know who I think would have done a good job in that role? Daniel Day Lewis. Well, I mean, DDL always, always turns in a great performance. Maybe, like maybe Colin Firth. Yeah, I could see that. Colin Firth, because he was just doing a lot of like Shakespearean roles yeah. around that time. But who? I, it's directed by Francis Ford Coppola, and Francis, <laughs> what, are you, what were what were you thinking when you when you casted Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! I just found the answer. Never mind. He said, Coppola said of his casting choice. We tried to get some kind of matinee idol for the part of Jonathan because it isn't such a great part. If we all were to go to the airport, Keanu is the one that the girls would just besiege. Okay. Uh, <laughs> interesting choice. Uh, um, sure. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll take it. Yeah. Well, also, um, in addition, I guess, to, to all the children's television I watch, uh, 
I used to watch uh, the Universal horror movies too on Halloween. Oh, of course. Those were legendary. Dracula. Dracula. <clears throat> yeah, starring uh starring Bella Lugosi. Uh I do not drink wine. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's uh that's a great part. Listen to them. Listen. The children of the night. Yeah. They are calling. Yeah, 90% of Dracula is just Bela Lugosi staring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Frankenstein. Um Boris Karloff uh, is walking around and going exactly and uh, and choking uh, villagers or yeah you know they actually offered Bela Lugosi Frankenstein first yeah um, I think I saw that uh, yeah I, I think I saw that in a documentary or something Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but th- those films, those films are great. If you want something, you know, simple, simple premise, then those are the your go-to movies. Yeah. That was uh, that was the original. Uh, that was the original uh, shared universe movie. That's right. Before the dark universe, before the Marvel universe. Before the Harry Potter universe, before Star Wars, before James Bond, they had Universal and their monster movies. Yeah, um, there is one where like uh, it's Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, and then House of House of Dracula, House of Frankenstein, and uh, of course uh, Abbott and Costello <laughs> meet the Mummy and Frankenstein or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was the original crossover. That's right. And they were actually fun to watch. Yeah. Um it, it has all the 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 the, the very similar uh problems with the shared universe films like uh mm-hmm. why are they even together? Um didn't he die in exactly. the last one? Um <laughs> who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> 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 I know, right? <clears throat> But yeah, uh, well, if uh, if uh, Universal Horror is uh, is a bit too old fashioned, you can also uh, go the British route, and uh, Hammer Horror has got you covered. Hammer, that's right, starring the one and only Christopher Lee. Sir Christopher Lee, as uh, I think he's been both uh, Dracula and Van Helsing, right? Or am I confusing? I him? think. Let me see. I know he's definitely been Dracula. Yeah. Uh, Hammer horror films. Uh, I think that was Peter Cushing that yeah. played the Venice. Yeah, I think I think you're right. It was Peter Cushing. What? Now that was an interesting universe. For some reason, though, I, I'm not sure why Hammer is like comp- 
com- comparatively less well known than the universal ones because I, I I don't know maybe it's, it's too British maybe it's... it might it might be I feel like it was only known primarily in the UK when it first came out yeah I think I think it's only like shown in like Commonwealth countries and maybe it, even then like distribution wasn't that great and uh, probably. Yeah, I mean, I mean to be honest, like not a lot of British people are aware about Hammer Horror anyway. Um, right. But yeah, those are some those are some good movies. Um, what's and they and they always had some some real great titles too, like The Curse of Frankenstein, mm-hmm. uh, The Brides of Dracula. <laughs> the Satanic Rites of Dracula. Wow. That's... Wow, what a title. <laughs> uh, what a title. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh Is there anything else we need to uh we need to cover for uh Spookoween? I feel like we've covered it all. Yeah. Um Well, if you're uh if you're a horror fan like me, uh you may notice that it's also it's also a it's another wave of uh, really good horror movies coming out, you know. Mm-hmm. There's, um, well, there's The Witch, like we said. Um, it comes at night. Uh, Raw, The Black Coat's Daughter, Get Out. Um, Get Out was good. There's, uh, what else is coming up? I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is a this is a good time for fans of horror. Uh, a lot of the classics are being um, either put out on Blu-ray or they're available on streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the less said about the dark universe, the better. Yes, please don't don't say anything. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Spookoween, people. Uh, I guess if you uh, if you're not uh going to a Halloween party, uh you can uh curl up with uh with some hocus pocus just like old times. That's right. <laughs> now, I feel like for this week we should close out with with the music uh Bette Midler's I put a spell on you. Oh hell yeah, definitely. Well, if uh if you're looking for uh some more uh Campy Halloween goodness. Uh, Rocky Horror. The Rocky mm-hmm. Horror Picture Show. Just uh, just picture... Just picture basically an extremely shitty movie with... Uh, well, an extremely shitty musical with uh, Tim Curry in it. And mm-hmm. uh, the only reason people love it is because... Well, you basically become a heckler. <laughs> Pretty much. If you've ever been to a midnight showing of a Rocky Horror Picture Show, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, although it does help to uh, actually watch the movie first before going to one of the midnight screenings, because then probably probably just going to get drowned out by the... Uh... By the by, by, the, by yeah. everyone else, <laughs> by everyone else, and uh, 
the uh, the shadow cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other thing they do with uh, Rocky Horror in uh, if you go to these midnight screenings is that they have people in uh, in the theater. Sometimes they'll they'll act out what's on the screen. Mm-hmm. It is fun though. Uh, if you it is if you manage to go, uh, bring a significant other, bring bring a girl, yes, uh, bring a guy, uh, scare them. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, but in in all seriousness, folks, uh, you know, we hope you uh, watch as many films as you can. If you're not going to any specific Halloween uh, parties this year, just uh, we just hope you just hope that you're safe out there because we know how violent this holiday can get. And, uh, if you're thinking about uh, dressing up as another race, don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, just any any costume where you need to uh, go darker than you usually are or lighter than you usually are, just don't do it. No, just no. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're looking at you. Uh, we're looking at we're looking at you, idiotic white people. No, no yellow face. No. And, no, and no black face. Absolutely no black face. No black face. This is not, this is not 1910. Uh, you, no. You can't do that and anymore. No, and no red face either, because please do not dress up as a Native American. Yeah, anyone anyone going as a Chief Slapaho, um, I hope you get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's not okay, man. No, it's not okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think that just just about does it for uh, Halloween. I think we'll, we'll be closing out with uh, Bette Midler's uh, I Put a Spell on You from Hocus Pocus. That's right. And uh, yeah, uh, happy Halloween. Um some kid knocks on your door just give them candy don't be don't be the asshole that gives out a floss or whatever well, dental floss yeah. yeah yeah give give out fucking candy man it's one day of the year yes absolutely <laughs> all right um see you next time Have happy halloween everyone take care i put a spell on you And now you're mine. (laughs) You can't stop the things I do. I ain't lying. No! No! Don't listen to them! Been 300 years, right down to the day. Now the witch is back, and there's hell to pay. I put a spell on you. Good joke. Happy Halloween. Thanks a lot. No, man. I'm serious. You got to get out of here. I'm not kidding. Come on. Yeah, cheer up. Let's go, guys. Hello, say hello. My name's Winifred. What's up? I put a spell on you.
Great show. Cover your ears. I put a spell on you. Yeah.